0: Let's talk about sex. Lori, it is so good to be here back at Sexy Marriage Radio. I know you and I both get chances quite a bit to be on other shows, other radio shows and TV shows. And man, it's like coming home when we get to be back here.
1: Yeah, there's just something comforting about being at Sexy Marriage Radio.
0: I know, maybe... Like the way we actually respect each other here and <laughs> <laughs>
1: most of the time at least.
0: Yeah, most of the time. Yeah,
1: that's good. And it's I'm glad I'm glad we get a chance to do this. This is one of those things that I look forward to each week.
0: I do too, and I love the emails that, that come in and, and those the reviews we're getting on iTunes. It's really encouraging. I'm glad to know we're making a difference.
1: That is very comforting to know that mm-hmm. what we say helps people. And and, and their most intimate relationships and what we think is one of their most important relationships.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, in case you didn't know, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris. You can find us at sexymarriageradio.com or send us your input at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we'd also love you to hop onto iTunes and leave us a review. That helps us spread the word and hopefully other people come on board and enjoy what we have to say, and it helps them look at their marriage and get the most out of their marriage in a different way.
0: Yeah, we're giving straight talk.
1: Every time. <laughs> and so it's it's funny because you brought up the, it's so nice to be back at Sexy Marriage Radio where we are encouraging and we don't bash um, <laughs> anybody or a gender or a spouse or, you know, because that's, that's one thing that I think is foundational in relationship is respect has to be there. And and the only way respect is there is if you give it.
0: Exactly.
1: I mean, you can't demand it and then not give it at the first t- in the first place. That that just doesn't work that way. But I think this this show we need to kind of shift gears a little bit and do something <laughs> a little different. And and let's
0: that's our disclaimer to let, the <laughs> I guess our I could previous to bashing.
1: So there's an asterisk. But this isn't going to be a general. I don't want to hit below the belt.
0: No, but that we promise we're going to be really kind on mistakes people make,
1: but that's yeah, I do want to let's talk about some of the mistakes that people make in sex.
0: Let's just do one gender, <laughs>
1: okay? Well, so we'll just pick on one gender, and I don't know, but what comes to my mind is ladies first.
0: I think heads we flip a coin,
1: <laughs> oh, we flip a coin, okay.
0: All right, so uh, let's see. Heads, we pick on the women, and tails, we pick on the men. So why are you it?
1: making the men tails? I don't, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> all right, you ready? Go. All right. All right. Heads, it
1: is. Heads, it is. Ladies first.
0: <laughs>
1: so it's mistakes that women make
0: mm-hmm.
1: in bed, because we all make mistakes. I mean, we've talked before about how. You know, we get shot down. I get shot down when I make a move or bring it up or or try to initiate sex. And it's just not the right time because, you know, in the middle of church is not a good time to make a move. (laughs) So, so, sorry. Um, But there's times when, you know, it just doesn't happen. So we all make mistakes. We all have things we do that we could do better. And so. Oh,
0: but making a move and getting rejected is not a mistake. is it? Is it? Sometimes you'll do everything right and still get rejected. Well,
1: but what if the move isn't completely wrong? What if the way you're making a move is a mistake? Oh. Okay. You know, I mean, women could make a move that they think is really a move, but it's a mistake because the message isn't getting through. (laughs) Which, there's one right there. Okay. Maybe not being direct. I
0: don't know. I I think lifting my shirt and flashing my breast is pretty direct.
1: Well, you know, typically that turns some things on pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> but you're right. Okay, so so mistake number 1 is not sending a clear signal if you're wanting to connect sexually.
1: Yeah, and well, and uh, what about mixed signals too? Because I can think of times, I don't know what comes to my mind, I was derailed.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: um what comes to my mind is You know, my wife has, when she comes home from work every day, at some point in the evening, gets on comfy clothes. And she's got a range of comfy clothes. Okay. Some are real, have a seductive tone to them.
0: Okay, right. And some are just
1: flat out comfy, but they still are sexy in my book. I mean, she doesn't wear ratty kind of things, rarely, if she does. But there's times where she'll come out, and it's stuff that I know she has worn in the past that's a... Initiation
0: oh, towards sex, but okay. then there's
1: times when she comes out in those, and I'm like, "What are you saying? <laughs> are you are you saying you're interested, or you're just wanting to be comfortable? You know." So I have to, so, and it, I don't know. That's probably not a mistake. That's just more of a maybe. We need to be figuring out how to be more clear
0: on hmm. that
1: because sometimes, I like I
0: like the challenge.
1: Oh, so you lay it out there and then let me decide. <laughs> <laughs> or in your so, case, Paul so, decides, we're yeah, not married to for, each other. We're
0: not actually married to each other. For our new listeners, right? If if we're wearing, if we're sporting the um, you know, the Under Armour that's skin tight without any undergarments. That's there's that's that's not just for comfort's sake.
1: Okay, fair enough. I hope Paul's <laughs> listening. Did you catch that one, Paul?
0: It's you it's,
1: got, it's a wide open door right there. Kick, kick it down you, if, if you see. You, come. Unlike
0: your, unlike your spouse, my spouse is way too scared to listen to sexy marriage radio.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, I, I don't know how to answer that one. All right. So.
0: Okay, you go from you give you just start from this men's point of view, and I'm going to probably speak. You know, on behalf of the of women mistakes everywhere. Mistakes that
1: are- women make in sex. Okay, one of the first ones that comes to my mind is just being unresponsive in sex.
0: Oh you know, I'm my god!
1: Unresponsive in in the sack, you know. So it's it's more. I'm tuning out. I'm ob, I'm an ob, It's an obligation. I've got no interest in this. You know, maybe I should just get a book and read while you're doing whatever it is you're doing.
0: <laughs> so when we generously tell you you can do whatever you want as long as we only have to lie here. That is not working for you,
1: well, if it was said as such, that might make a little difference, but I don't you know i I can have unresponsive sex by myself,
0: <laughs> and you have
1: <laughs> well by myself, absolutely
0: oh okay, so
1: but that's not that's no that's no fun, there's no good going on there, you know that's that's just a whole nother show.
0: <laughs> okay so the big mistake women are making is to be so exhausted that we just want to lie there well partly okay i'm here so sometimes it's flat out fatigue and we're annoyed because because you did not do anything to help take the stress off before we fell into bed okay and so sometimes it's fatigue and uh
1: okay so let me ask you this though Okay, let's start. Okay. I'm gonna go a little deeper with this whole subject. This is a good one. There, part of the idea of uh, I'll give you sex, I'm a uh, woman's point of view, maybe. I'll give you <laughs> sex as long as I don't have to really do anything. You know, that's I'm assuming that's a little coming from the caring, I want to please and be a part of your life in that arena. Part of you. Or is it just a I want to get you off my back so you'll no. shut up and go to sleep?
0: Yeah, it's it's not from a real place of generous uh, pleasure.
1: Okay. okay. Well, but is it is it from some part of you that's got some kindness in there though? Because otherwise, it would be just this whole. Why wouldn't you just shoot it down completely?
0: Um. Sure. Because we're tired of the uh, battle. Okay. So it's for a lot of women, it's just caving so it's, in. So it's mercy. So like, sex. it's mercy. Right, no, it's, it's mercy, it's sex. mercy sex. We better refer to the episode on mercy sex. Yeah
1: so it's mercy sex because i don't as a man i don't want just a receptacle
0: no I mean, we know that that's that's, that's just
1: yeah that's that's just hollow and if you really think about it it's degrading to both it, to both sides
0: it is degrading. This is a big mistake, but it's very complex, Corey. Absolutely. There are so many complex. things that play into our sex drive sure. and and our arousability. Sure. So, so um, I I hate to just pick on it without giving a solution. So I'd say that if we say that, because typically we'll say, "Oh, I love my husband. I just really not in the mood for sex." So we have to reframe our sexuality and and really learn to. Kindle that sexual energy so that it's something that we learn to celebrate and and give as a gift. It's so it's a to give a gift to our husband that is our own pleasure. And when you think about it, we, you have to ask what is so hard about that? He wants us to be pleased and pleasured and have a great time at his hands and in his presence. That's really not asking much. It's just asking for a surrender, and the reward is probably worth it. In my experience, the reward's worth
1: it. (laughs) Because it also goes hand in hand with the idea of speaking up because it could be something is initiated and all you really want as a woman is to just accommodate. But maybe there's something Mm -hmm. that could help spark the fire a little bit. You know, maybe it could be, hey, well, we rub my back first so I can just relax and unwind. And then there's a greater likelihood I'll, I'll engage more. Or, yeah, give me a little while. I want to go take a shower. Or, you know, it's that whole just speak right. up and claim you and what will bring about a, a greater likelihood of enjoying the experience. Because there's a whole difference. There's a huge difference between the accommodating kind of sex, which I could even just put in the category of mediocre sex because sometimes. Right when initiation happens, we've talked about this, that, you know, one of, one partner's thinking, Oh, they're long, they're looking for this long drawn out one hour long, you know, erotic adventure. When, if it was mainly, maybe if you just brought up, Hey, are you interested in some mediocre sex tonight? <laughs> you know, and it could be, you know, you know, you want it, you know, you know, you almost really want it. And it, and it's, so it kind of changes the whole thing. Yeah. I can sign on for that because that's not going to require much of my time. And then I can get off to sleep and,
0: well, not to be crude, but if you're laying there as a wife and – I feel like this is crude. So you lay in there and you feel a boner in your butt. I think out of mercy, you roll over and say, uh, honey, do you need some help here? So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> grab the lube. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> All
1: right. So that that's one. The other one, this is another big one that comes to my mind, and this is something I think women struggle with as oh. as life progresses. And it's the idea of trading hot mama for mommy. Yes. Because this is something that it's, it's easy to do because you get caught up in all the different roles and all the different requirements and obligations that come along with motherhood and Mm -hmm. parenthood and career and all that, that you kind of forget the woman, the hot mama side of you, the, the risky sex kitten, erotic. Feminine. Yeah,
0: that starts or er, that starts as soon as we're pregnant. I think a you lot think of so? times. Okay. Yeah, my for one thing, our body kind of betrays us, and <laughs> and we self conscious looking in the mirror, and if we're nursing, then you know. Those don't belong to you anymore. Yeah.
1: And that's, yeah. some of that has been skewed by the objectification, sexualized yeah. culture we live in, I think. That yeah. Of what really is beautiful. Because And I'm just different, I think, in, in some regards, because I think a pregnant woman is beautiful. Oh, that's very sweet. I mean, I, I, there's just one of the most, that's one of the most beautiful things, because that's just life at its core.
0: You Not know? counting the high school in my neighboring county where all the pregnant people well, are teenagers. Yeah,
1: it, that, that's kind of a shame that that's going on at a young age. But it's there's still something beautiful about a pregnant woman. I don't know what it is. It's just, I, see a break, I, I don't see it as just a, a sexual fantasy right. necessarily. But that's just beautiful. When my wife was pregnant, she was the most beautiful woman as a pregnant woman.
0: See, that's so cool, Corey. And I think whether you're a man or a woman and you struggle with your image of what's beautiful, it can totally be reframed. Because I think so, too. I think that, you know, if you get to stand by a woman who through the years, who you guys stood at the altar together and you're doing life together and you're making life together, then um, we each have a responsibility to. Look and embrace our sensuous side, regardless of how we might look, as we're we're doing this together. Right, and so it, okay. And,
1: and it has to be clarified, I think, that it's it's appropriate attire, beauty of a pregnant woman. You know, you go to a beach where you see a pregnant woman and she's in some string bikini and oh, way like way that. pregnant. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. I don't need to see that ah. much skin. You know, I don't need I don't need to see that much skin with a pregnant woman. <laughs>
0: That's on the magazines.
1: Yeah, it is. But it, there's still something beautiful about it. Just because that's you have to reframe that and see it as a deeper beauty. It's not necessarily exactly. surface beauty.
0: Okay, so how do we make that how do we not make this mistake of only seeing ourselves as mommy?
1: Of trading uh, trading in mama for mm-hmm. uh, trading hot mama for mommy. I think one of the best things you can do, especially if, you know, take pregnancy out of the picture. Right. And this is just you got kids in the house for me, one of the things I love is that my wife still takes some thought into how she dresses mm-hmm. and she puts on things that she knows I like to go to work. Right. You know, right. Things that are, they're not risque by any means, but they're, they've got a, an element of sexiness to them.
0: Okay. So a matter of still taking care of yourself. And, um, I think, Even if we have to leave the house and go to work or we're wearing all these hats, I think anything we can do to uh, flirt throughout the day and to, like I say, kind of kindle those sexual flames is just really going to help a lot in that department.
1: Right. I like the idea of helping just try to keep remembering that you are a sexual goddess.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are, women.
1: (laughs) That you still have (laughs) tremendous pull over your husband. <laughs> I mean it's just yeah. that's just the way it is. You know they they yes. have you have a lot of a lot of pull over the husband. Yeah.
0: And I think it helps to not talk and act like our husband is a another one of our children. Like we hear people say I got three kids and a husband. Yeah. You, you know, no, he's not a child and we're not a child. The whole thing about Sexy Marriage Radio is celebrating grown-up sex. Yep. Part of the beauty of grown-up sex is growing up with our bodies and with our self-image and and with a very, very unique and erotic relationship that's different than any other relationship on the planet.
1: Yep. So what do you say to the reader or the listener that's going to come back at us and say, but what about if he acts like a child? He is one of the children.
0: Well, of course he is. But there's a philosophy about if you treat somebody and see somebody not as they are, but as they can become that they'll rise to that. That is part of the greatest power that we have as a woman is to bring out the best in a man. Right. I'm convinced.
1: Yeah. And I, my response to that is it's just a little transactional analysis, which is actually a psychological theory that has (laughs) a parent, child and an adult within all of us. Absolutely. And, and if, if someone acts as a child, it, it is responded to by the parent side of us. That's just the way it is. It doesn't matter what their age is. If we interpret it as a child, we respond as a parent. So the idea is learn how within yourself to not treat them as a child, but treat them as an adult, and, they, and you will alter their child state, quote, unquote, and make them be an adult because that's the only way they'll be able to relate to you then.
0: And in the midst of all that, there's still something beautiful about a childlikeness. You know, your whole well, sex life, I believe, is a place with really a childlike abandon where you get to – have this whole paradise that is yours alone. Your bodies belong to each Mm -hmm. other in a sense that they're yours to celebrate and explore and and bring just really great pleasure. It Mm -hmm. was meant to be a gift.
1: Right. All right. So do you have any, I mean, I feel like I'm just kind of maybe pounding on the women. You want me
0: to pick on my own gender?
1: Well, you know, feminism as it is (laughs) today, we have to make sure that women can rise up and (laughs) If not, I'll, yes. keep, I'll, I'll keep going. I mean, I, I got plenty. <laughs> no, I really don't have plenty. But
0: You don't have plenty. You, you're happy just when Pam wants you. Um, let isn't me see. everybody
1: happy when whoever they're married to wants them?
0: No. Sometimes the roles change a little, and then the low-desire spouse becomes a high-desire spouse, and they figure out why their mate was so ticked off all that time. Okay. So, Okay. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Not, I don't know, man. You go. You be the uh, complainer. Oh, and I'm, I get to I'm complain, And defender. you solve the
1: problems. Is that what you're talking about?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, speaking up I on behalf up. of their defensive. You
1: solve them. Wow, that's <laughs> so. Ladies, direct your emails to Gina at Noam.
0: Corey's the mean, big, yeah, bad guy me. here.
1: That's me. All right. Well, here's here's something that comes to my mind is. A mistake that a woman could make okay. when it comes to sex is fearing her own erotic nature. Fearing that side of her. Maybe maybe she hasn't really explored it, or maybe it's dirty mm-hmm. or it's shameful, or she feels guilty about it because of some past things or you know, whatever. But it's that idea that women i mean this is what you see in popular culture that but i think there's an element of truth in it women like the bad boy because it brings out the bad girl yeah because she can be a little more uninhibited and free and just kind of taken i think that's part of what appeals to the bad boy
0: i don't think that's the same girl I think the girl that fears her erotic nature is not the same girl that wants to go run around with a bad boy. I don't think that guy—that guy guy doesn't strike her as sexy. Fair enough. Okay. So um, this is funny how defensive I feel when you you talk about these things. I feel my girlfriends everywhere. I can think of all their stories that play into why they have uh, manifested this behavior. So, man, who I feel this.
1: Well, let me just speak for the men. (laughs) Okay. That a woman that is not afraid of her erotic nature, extremely, extremely a turn-on to a man. A well, wo- and that's... Because okay, there's so- there's nothing... This is one of the things I got from Joe Beam, listening to him one time, that there is nothing that turns on a man more than a sexually turned-on woman.
0: Well, especially when she's turned on at his
1: hands well of course that I think that plays into it but if she gets I mean if my wife saw some guy and was just wow and it triggered something in her but I got the benefit of that trigger I don't care where it came from (laughs)
0: that's another show (laughs) that probably is another
1: show but it's one of those hey I because I know I know she's sharing it with me
0: exactly and
1: that's the point.
0: okay so this is completely true and this is something i deal with of course in the whole sexy marriage solution and really reframing our past to our belief that sex is dirty boring or painful and all our experiences play into the meaning that we give to that and so um that would require taking steps to acknowledge your emotions about sex and then create an empowering choice And celebrate your sexual identity. Celebrate the power that this is a gift for you and your mate. You were created for pleasure. And the whole fact that you have a clitoris was just only made for pleasure. It doesn't even have any other function. So to know this is your divine design and something that's made to really bond you with your mate. If you find the episode we did about female arousal. I think that will help you, as ladies, learn how to really relax into deep pleasure and um, the soul bonding sensation that okay. happens. I'm
1: going to add to it, though. Don't just relax into it. Take charge right. of it. I mean, that, yeah. that's the idea. That I, I think some women get into this idea. They're afraid that if they grab a hold of their erotic nature, they're going to come across slutty.
0: Oh yeah, be a slut in your Absolutely. bedroom, girl. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have our permission. get get in touch with your inner slut, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes the the husband needs to help bring that out, you know, and and kind of speak directly to that. But man, get in, yes. you know. That's that. What's that? There's an old song, of I want a lady in the street and a freak in the bed.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, uh, hey, in, inside the room, let go.
0: Yeah, that's part of what's very, very, that's what I keep coming back to. That's part of what is so unique to your marriage and your relationship. That husband that, like I said, stood by the altar with you, made vows, exchanged vows with you. Man, you got this wide open place to just live out loud. Absolutely. For you ladies to be able to look at your husband and say, I am going to rock your world. (laughs) It's very, it will increase your self-esteem and unleash all kinds of creative energy.
1: Yep. And and I would imagine your husband will not stop you. I think so. He might. And then if he does, that's another show that I'll take him to task on that one. But that's, that's something that is huge, I think, that embracing who you are and all of that, the erotic yep. side of you and everything. So here's another one. Okay. That goes right along with it.
0: I wish we had like a chat box open so I could see my all the girls going. Thanks, Gina. Yeah, we're with you.
1: Yeah, you'll just you'll just feel that as they're listening later. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll you'll it, the woman the feminine pride will, will rise up and <laughs> you'll get this confirmation, and they'll all be cursing my name.
0: <laughs> my husband says all those things that Corey said.
1: Well, the other one here's another one that comes to mind. Then is is not going down.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) If you you shower before bed, your chances of getting head are a lot higher. Well,
1: maybe, but in some marriages, nah, because there's just no desire. Hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, (laughs) when you're coming into marriage is that really talked about in christian circles is oral sex ever discussed in any kind of religious connotation
0: well because I mean, a lot of times lots right. of times
1: you think people do have some sort of a spiritual religious connotation or or affiliation because a lot of weddings occur in a church and usually there's some sort of relationship with that church
0: that's why they believe in marriage.
1: Right. And so that, okay. that's, that's part of why they're doing it. And, you know, so they have some values that they hold dear. Mm-hmm. And there's usually religious connotation or overlap to it. But when you blend those worlds, sadly, most religions have done poor when it comes to sex and sexuality. Hence the importance of sex and marriage radio. You're right. But it, that's not talked about. On Is it okay? How? When?
0: I know you won't believe how many emails I got last week asking me and you to write a book about it. <laughs> a manual. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, um, and, and maybe there's a need for that.
0: Okay. Right. We try You know, if you come to winningatromance.com and simplemarriage.com, I think we blog about these things, but absolutely. Yeah, they're talked
1: about. We we try to be against the norm.
0: You, yeah, you and I, I mean, yeah, but I certainly don't post a how-to manual. You no, know, I, I mentor a bunch of teenagers. But one one reader mentioned to me that his wife will do neither, no hand jobs or blow jobs. And he says, gosh, there are things a lot of middle schoolers are comfortable with. Well, you know, I had middle schoolers right. in my space that night. So immediately, and we're talking about sex with them for a month anyway, or all the time. And yeah. this is the first question one of the girls asked. Okay. She, because you know, she says, "Is giving head immoral?"
1: <laughs> that's a whole other conversation, hey,
0: right? So the point is, no. When you're married, it certainly is not. So that's, that's what we believe right. for sure. Right. So, um, ladies, um, explore. What would you? I'd say you know just. Start enjoying your husband's whole body. We're not saying you have to finish the job. If You know, start, just start let there. it be part of foreplay.
1: Yeah, start there. And, and again, I think it's something you gradually incorporate. Exactly. It's not something that you just, if you've never gone down and done a blow job or anything similar, close, a lick, a kiss, nothing, well, you just start slow try a little move on to the move on to what you're comfortable with then try a little more move on to what you're comfortable with you can also start in the shower mm. climb in there with them there's some cleanliness there you got soap real real nearby <laughs> you can What do I soap in our mouth no, no 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 you can clean everything off get it okay. all right yeah well you know for sure everything's clean the day is gone whatever <laughs> you got wash your mouth out with soap Gina <laughs> Here I am yeah. picking on women
0: I promise our listeners the men's day is coming.
1: <laughs> Bring it.
0: <laughs>
1: we don't make any mistakes ever.
0: Never. We're sexual goddesses. Even when we withhold, get insecure, do nothing, lay there, refuse to go down, complain. Gosh, <laughs> give us some give us some credit. All right. Well, did I do enough or do I
1: need to well, the other here's the other one. Okay, here's the other one that comes to my mind, and we've talked about this. I'll do. I'll use this one as our final one. <laughs> is a failure to initiate. But I think it's more. I'll, I'll even answer this one because it's probably a failure to initiate in the way I want it initiated.
0: So everybody, you need to seduce your husband the way Corey wants to be seduced.
1: Yeah, and I'll post a list <laughs> of a step-by-step bullet point. At no, I'm not. At learn how to seduce your mate by Corey dot com. I think that probably domain is that domain might still be available. I,
0: I think with all the competitiveness around there. <laughs> probably. Um okay. Initiates. That's interesting that you mentioned that because one time um Paul and I taught this marriage class together. And so there was this big long list of ways that you were supposed to answer, I feel loved and nurtured when? And so we were supposed to fill it out for our mate and then fill it out the way that we thought our mate liked to be loved and nurtured. Okay. And this, you know, we were proficient enough at marriage in our mind to be teaching marriage at right. this point. And it was, there was tons. I couldn't even imagine how they came up with all these ways to rephrase these different ideas and to say them over and over. And Paul's top three were sexually, like, checks when you come on to me sexually when you enjoy having sex with me um yeah and i saw you're correct and he did point out that he always initiates and until he said that i never really thought about it so that's why we're saying it ladies take the bull by the horns
1: literally um (laughs) because that's one of the things that i hear a lot too from couples is just a frustration from men of they want her to initiate more they want the wife to initiate more but if they think about it there's it's likely she already is just not complete in the manner he's looking for
0: i know you think that but that's often not, not even not true not always
1: the case but they're, they're i'm trying to give everybody an out i'm trying i'm trying to be nice <laughs> on the women come on i'm throwing i'm throwing some flowers their way <laughs> trying trying to soften things up so that they'll listen to another show with me again
0: so we can pick on the men. Definitely tune in again.
1: Absolutely, I'll, I'll, I'll come after my own gender. I got no problem with that.
0: Oh no, I'm, I'm throwing those ones out. That's fine, my brother.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I'll and I'll not even defend them. I'll just agree <laughs> and pile on because I don't feel this masculine brotherhood. That's one of those. If you can't take it, then better man up more. You know. <laughs> oh Lord, the, the emails between will be men coming. I hope so. And then the last, here's the here's the last one. I I said that we'll end with this one, but I'm gonna end with one more because this is something that I I give counsel to every couple I've ever worked with when it comes to sex.
0: To keep going.
1: To slow down.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say don't stop when you think you're stopped
1: done. Well, that that's just it though. I mean, just slow down and and be engaged in the process.
0: All right, everybody, take a deep breath.
1: I mean, take your time.
0: Yeah
1: enjoy the moment
0: enjoy, yes.
1: enjoy the sensations and the pleasure and all that you have created together and enjoy just the sights, the sounds, the smells
0: and it will love. become your favorite yeah. past time
1: yeah because what better way to pass the time
0: <laughs> what better way to escape from a ridiculously stressful day.
1: Exactly. Well, I don't want to add any more to that because I'm afraid women will you know come after me.
0: I think we're pretty complete.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. I'm know, sure there's I'm sure more there's mistakes more. that are made. But I'm I'm scared to bring any more up. Cuz uh, I don't want you to get more defensive.
0: I know it's sadly I'm thinking about three or four, but you know, we'll just leave it at that. And
1: so if you're defensive, does that mean there's some truth there? Should I end with that one right there? Let me just go. No,
0: I, you know, cause when you and I, we listen to so many people's stories, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm more tender than Corey is. Like I just like cry over these emails. And...
1: <laughs> yeah. Any kind of negative feedback or comments we get, I have to filter them to Gina because if <laughs> yeah. she sees it first. It ruins her day. I see it and get excited about, yes, someone actually doesn't like what I'm saying. Let's talk more. You know, not that I want to change everybody's mind, but I like it when people push back. I got no problem with it. Define who you are.
0: I don't mind pushback. Uh, If somebody's feisty, it's when they're in pain. I feel their pain. Well,
1: that's completely different.
0: Absolutely. So hopefully the pain that we've been through helps you be set free and and it makes it all worth it and we do want you to go from here and have lots more sizzling sexy sacred
1: sex (laughs) exactly because it's one of the best things we've got going with with someone that we get to create that no one else knows about you betcha elegance of marriage it's a beautiful thing well this is sexy next week you yeah, this is sexy marriage radio dr Corey allen and gina paris we'd love to hear what you think feedback at sexymarriageradio.com and if we miss That's some fellas bad. speak up <laughs> help me please help plead my case and then gina will come to the women's aid and defense <laughs> and make it all okay <laughs> sexymarriageradio.com we will see you next time
0: Bye, everybody.